Between Cuts with Stephen and Pierce. Okay, so welcome to episode 13 of Between Cuts. I'm yep. Pierce Keegan. We've Stephen Daly across yep. here from us in his. I don't know if it's a Persian rug or a Christmas jumper. I was I was going for the but, the uh, gay burn look. Do you know what I mean? Well, it was a bit eighties. Yeah, so well for sure. There. Yeah, but tonight is a really special night. So tonight we have our local football teams, celebrity footballers. So, so here excited. in the chair with me is Jack Keegan. Say hello, Jack. Hello. We have Cooper. Say hi, Cooper. How ya? How you, Cooper? And we have Katie. Say hi, Katie. Hi, so Katie. these guys are part of the Lusk United future. Yeah. And they're part of the academy that takes place. So, Stephen, lead in there because I, I'll just keep talking and these I, kids won't listen, get Listen, I have so I'm so excited to meet you guys. Do you know I used to play for Lusk United <laughs> years ago. Like I like I'm talking like twenty years ago. More. That's how long ago it is he since actually, I played for Lusk United. What do you guys do when you turn up for your academy? What kind of stuff do you work on every single week? 50 days. 50 days? Yeah. Really? You've had 50 days of academy, Jack? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Cooper, what do you work on when when you turn up for academy? Because your dad is the coach. You're sitting on your dad's now. This is Coach Paul, isn't it, Jack? Huh? So, does there be extra pressure on you to be ready? I don't know. You don't don't know? know. Now, do you be happy when your dad is coaching you? Or do you be happy with the of other people you are do. coaching and he's not watching? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like having a neighbour. Yeah. Uh, and Katie, what about you? Uh, have you scored many goals in the academy? You have, yeah, haven't loads, you? loads, I bet. And how long are you playing football with Lusk United now? Huh? One year, is it? Oh, One wow. One year? And how old are you? Five. What? Oh, my God. You guys oh my are God. so big. Superstar. Jack, how long are you playing with the academy? Six. Six months? Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Cooper, how long are you playing with the academy? The same. Six. Wait, Six three months? months? Three years. How three years. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you guys are like little mini professionals. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know. You now, don't know. I have a very oh important question, if that's okay. I think I prefer no. No, oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys support football teams as well? Yep. Yeah. Who do we support? Oh, oh is Liverpool. It all Liverpool, is it? Katie, Boom. who do you support? Liverpool. Oh. Liverpool. Jack, who do you support? Manchester United. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know if you heard him, but he says, I know you support Liverpool. Yeah. So I know Sean will be really happy. Is that Sean will be really happy, won't he? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, so you guys all like, uh, and who's your favourite footballer? Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, and PSG as mm. well. Okay. And who's your yeah. favourite footballer? Cooper, who's your favourite footballer? Jordan Henderson. Good choice. I like it. You've yeah. got a bit of a Jordan yeah, Henderson a of a, haircut Yeah, going for on sure. There. It's very huh? stylish. I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Katie, who's your favourite footballer? Salah. Salah. Oh, yeah, good More choice. Salah. I like that. Yeah. Well done. And Jack, who's your favourite footballer? Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. Yeah, great Cristiano choice. Cristiano Ronaldo. The greatest ever. So, so cool. What, what are you guys... So we had you guys here for a really good reason. Yeah. We wanted to see what it is you think of your academy how good do you think it is and what do you want to do so cooper you're going on to big football now this year aren't you yeah you're you're moving away from academy yeah yeah and what age will you be playing 80 under 89s i think they get pensions <laughs> but that's eight, under eight to nines would be a good one yeah yeah i think on the nine. what's he gonna play dad under eight under eight, under eight. Under eight. very good 
underage. Very and, good, and yeah. is dad going to be the coach? Yeah, yeah. Oh my That's God. Class. Pressure's on, Cooper. Pressure's on. <laughs> no, sir. Jack, you're going to play football as well, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. In 50 days. In 50 days. Well, it probably will be 50 days. Can you back? And Katie, have you got another year left in academy or are you going to go into a big football team? Yeah. Give another year. Well, guys, you need to watch out for her. She's got more time in academy. Yeah. She will kick She's your coming. asses. What the? Yay! Uh-oh, one of my bad words slipped out. I can't help it. <laughs> so I, what, what we need to know as well is Santa yeah. Claus. Yeah, it's big. So it is. It is a Christmas. It's a big special. week. It's a big week this week, and it is yeah. a Christmas special for sure. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. what's happening on Saturday? This is oh, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's brilliant. Yeah. I know. No. I know you guys all wear. I know you all wear red and white. But yeah. there's somebody else who wears red and white. Santa. Santa, Santa, well done, Katie. He's Santa's due to be coming. here in a couple well, of days. Spider-Man isn't he? wears red and he red does. And white That's and very black true. Yeah. Yeah. White. yeah. Yeah. He does, Jack. He does. There's no flies on you at is all. Spider-Man, your favourite, Jack. Uh, the future one. You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just somebody who's a bit more Spider-Man mad than I am. That's looking yeah. to yeah. And I almost had, I had kids in today trying to ruin the new Spider-Man movie for me. Really? And, I'm the and, I, and I, was, I was actually getting quite wound up. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to shave your hair off. <laughs> Don't care. Your parents could come in and give out to me. You're getting a buzz cut. I'm done with this. I'm yeah. not having it. Not having it. Not having the it amazing Spider-Man. The yeah. amazing Spider-Man. What, like so, what lizard? Come here. I know what you're getting for Christmas off, Santa. Do you want to tell everyone listening? A Scorpius Rex from Camp Cretaceous. Scorpius Rex from Camp Cretaceous. Cooper, what is Santa bringing you? A gaming chair. A gaming chair? Is that like one of the Rocker gaming chairs? Yeah. Oh, wow. Love them. Absolutely love them. And Katie. What about you? What do you get? Which Lego set? Oh, cool. The Bugatti Veyron. Maybe 1500. Which one? Oh, I've seen that. That's, That's so the cool. cool. Friendly yeah, zoo, isn't amazing. it? I've seen, and that you can make that huge. So just so you know, put it all over the Christmas table. That's what you do. Spread it out everywhere. I yeah. only and I'll pour some gravy to make it look like a muddy river. Yeah, there you go. I yeah. can just pour yeah, it in Minecraft. You can put your yeah. Minecraft toys on as well. And just, just, and I didn't tell you this, but your broccoli can be like trees. Just, just put them around the place. Table. That's what you do. Yeah, everywhere. It's okay. We said you can do it yeah, on this podcast, <laughs> and that makes it one hundred percent okay. It makes it absolutely fine. So, guys, we're going to finish up with you in a I few minutes. Is there anything you guys want to ask us? Uh, uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. So, Minecraft. Yes, Minecraft. Very important. Yeah. So I've noticed my son likes to hug the microphone. Like Listen, me. yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He, I was going to say he didn't pick it up from nowhere, Pierce. No, Let's be honest. Like, like, yeah. There's a bit of Minecraft there was sure. a bit of uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the, the texture update. You got yes. a texture update for your Minecraft? Yeah, but it's not up yet. It's not up yet. Is it still downloading? What do you like building on Minecraft? I just built ten fifty worlds and. Where we? I just made it ten city with a Lamborghini wall by myself with glass. Of <laughs> glass. Yeah, wall of glass. Oh yeah, and then you you were teasing a dinosaur the other day, weren't you? Yeah, I was trying <gasps> to make. Um, I had Jurassic World. It was on my line, the different one, and now I have this. Uh, now it's like a different update, but it, I still have the case on Cliff's update, but it has this cave and cliffs update stuff. So I'm going to leave the chair and leave you to take over. <laughs> yeah, Jack, I think you should come in every week. Should you come in every week, son? <laughs> I could just... 
You just sit here and drink coffee. There's loads to say, yeah. I'll and then smash the wall and explode out to the chair. You could It's a very important way to do it as well, yeah. <laughs> so we, we, you, these, these guys here are called guests. <laughs> so we, we, and unfortunately, that happens when I talk as well. Yeah, it appears so well, we have I to give them a chance. Minecraft in 10, 50 years. Okay. Yeah. So Is Cooper. Minecraft for you. <laughs> what? Do, I do. Do guests play Minecraft? Yeah, I'm sure well, they do. Yeah. You know, we we could have an, a, a we could have a Minecraft competition one here. We should do. Yeah, yeah. Like Would you be like, up for it? Like maybe if you build the best team, like in like a Spinosaurus or a T Rex or and, a best plane. And Katie, have you ever played Minecraft? No. No. What's your favorite game to play? Do you play any games? Apart Fortnite. from, go on, tell us. Fortnite. What do you Fortnite. do? <gasps> what does she play? Oh, okay. A Fortnite. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> no. Deadly Ninja Assassin Tree. No. And uh, what about Fortnite? No, I don't think she plays Fortnite, Jack. What is the best game? What's your game? Do you play Lego games? <gasps> Have you played any Lego games? What about the, like the yeah. like wow. Lego Ventures number two? Okay, well we'll ask Katie. Katie, <laughs> Katie, this is you. It's exactly like me. You just calm down. I Minecraft in 10, 15 years. Wait, Amazing. so guests yeah, don't play Minecraft. Do you play Fortnite instead? <laughs> do you play Fortnite instead? No. No, no. I don't play Fortnite. No. My friend <laughs> <laughs> So, Katie, what Lego game do you like to play? We have to hear what, our war game. What Lego is your best Lego to play with? Is there football Lego? Yes. Yeah. What wow. about Minecraft Lego? I, 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 Minecraft sponsored in you and you haven't told Yeah, us. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Minecraft 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 sure. like the famous thing on all the history of. Wait, is it called the world? Yeah, the world. <laughs> no, Minecraft. I keep even going to. I know I can only find the end if I go underground and see if I can find the end. But hmm. I can't. You can't? I think if we had a camera here, we might actually make a few Bob Offies off YouTube. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Most definitely. Wait, what? We get people tuning in for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's our sponsorship yeah, deal. Sorry, yeah, yeah, 2022. Yeah. Dear is Microsoft. This is, this is, like, this is that he is. Yeah. He is a Minecraft character. Yeah, because yeah. I, I could be, couldn't I? Yeah. If you I look at it, I only make yeah. small seeds. Sure. I make my seeds so small. It's all ahead of me. If you look, come here. If you if you look at Steven's jumper, it looks like it was made off the very first version of Minecraft. Yeah. There you go, see? Yep. I just only play Minecraft in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15 years. <laughs> and you can do the frost and you play I only Minecraft. like to play If you can do the Roblox. frost, you can play Minecraft. Yeah, I can do it all. Yeah. Because Minecraft. I want to play Roblox. I, I, I think <clears throat> the carnage is actually giving me anxiety. Here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can see you getting, <laughs> you're getting twitchy there. Yeah. And I keep What's it they say? Don't work with children. Is that what they say? Well, hang on. I need more machines. Well, hey, do you, do you see, what you need to do, you need to introduce because like an academy. I oh, yeah, only have about yeah, 15 yeah, sure. Minecraft yeah. 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 We, we never implemented Minecraft the real. No, no, no. 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 Well, I, I get, see, this is, you're a military man. You there you go. Give yeah. us a heads up, Paul. Instead, you, you, you butter me up with some tasty liquor. <laughs> um, you let the carnage go wild. You sit there, smile away, oh, going, for sure. This is going to get messed up. You know? Hold on, hold on. I play Minecraft and I just build 10 structures. Wow. Okay, so we're going to get a t-shirt that says, guess what I play? So guys, before so you go, I have a very important go, question, yeah. right? So yeah. like, have you been what? very good this year? I mean, uh, let's be honest now. Have you been good? I've been good at football. 
You've been good at football. Okay. <laughs> okay There's still that's, time. That's, that's, There's still time. That's so fair enough. It's not too late. I'd be a good at Among Us. You were good at Among Us, yeah. And you were good. You did all the drawings oh, up there. Among Us, yeah. That's another one. He did that. Katie, yeah. what have you been really good at this year? Yeah. Football, yeah, and I got you've for been that. really yes, good. I got sure. for that. I yeah, they all have been. Fifty Minecraft with no school for ten years. So do you know what we're gonna do, right? <laughs> next year, do? we 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 may be on episode sixty next year at Christmas, and I think we should get you three lunatics to come back, back in. Yeah, for sure. Next year. Minecraft, and just to see how you got on. You. We can do a Minecraft competition. Whoever makes the best structure. Yeah, Great we should. Okay. Future okay. podcast. And I agree. Have you anything to say about football? I my uh, I just used the score, but I but for but whoever makes the best spinosaurus with bricks, <laughs> will the plane crash in the tree gets the carnage gets the even get more <laughs> gets their dads to buy fifty games a lot. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and there we have it yeah, that's, that that's my son Jack uh, well done son Cooper do you have anything to say before we go do you want to wish everyone do you three guys on three want to wish everybody at Lusky United a happy Christmas okay ready one two three happy, happy Christmas. Christmas oh Minecraft oh Minecraft <laughs> okay so Part two. Part two. <laughs> after <laughs> Here we go. A, a strong drink. <laughs> so after the carnage of part one with the kids and the free for all, um, yeah. it was nice for Paul, if you've noticed, to give us a little uh, tidbit. We should for have sure. had structure before we started. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Typical army man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch works. us fail yeah. and then that's, smile in the background. <laughs> so um, he didn't get us to run up and down the stairs or anything. <laughs> I just have to come up the stairs. Why am I out of breath? He's fucking tiptoeing up and I'm jumping up and down like... I feel like farting and coughing at the same time here. I don't know what's wrong with me. So we're back to part two yeah. of um, our Christmas special sure. between, uh, uh, yeah. between Cuts and the Twisted Clipper. Yeah. So we have Paul Mulready, um, head of the academy with, with Lusk United. And then Peter Thompson. I could go on about Peter. I know of him <laughs> and know him so many fucking years. Oh, wait, how long? Yeah, yeah, 20 odd years. Um, oh, yeah. So, and Peter, you're the developmental officer mm-hmm. with Lusk United. Putting the mental into developmental. Oh, so really? there. you can have yeah, that one for yeah, free. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there you have that now, one for free. Speaking of your puns and Sorry, your dad jokes, yeah, yeah, we had us. Santa Claus here the other day. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you'd have kicked your ass at jokes. Really? He had Santa dad jokes. Did he say? Did he do the one? How much does Santa sleigh cost? Yeah. Nothing that's on the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please don't. Let's go back to talk about Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to it. Get on with the football. Let's get on with football. You can have that. So, um. Lusky United, we, we were chatting away to um, Mary um, um, and she had mentioned we would love to do For sure. a podcast with Lusky United. And I was like, Jesus, from a community perspective mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, with my own, myself and Helen's business that we're active yeah. in the club as well as so many other parents. For sure. It would be perfect right before Christmas. Yeah. So I, Paul, me and you are on similar. We're black. Yeah. Yeah. We've got Christmas Celtic top. Yeah. And and, uh, and I love Celtic. Yeah. It's a, they're only doing well that Stephen Gerrard is gone. <laughs> and um, 
Uh, we have a we have a Pringle based nineteen eighties Minecraft Minecraft Christmas jumper. Yeah? Minecraft Christmas <laughs> jumper. Thanks, thanks. Oh, I think it is chest. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. No, it is Persian rug aside. It looks Good amazing. It looks amazing. Hairy chest. That's all you're telling me. So, guys, tell us. Um, this enough of the shy talk from me. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for you to give me the abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. tell us in your head. Yeah, yeah, roll it, 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 roll so, Peter, I was Yo. I was earwigging, um, as I do, when I was going into the kitchen, and uh, you, you were mentioning about opportunities to speak from, and correct me if I'm wrong, a mental health point of view with the older guys that may have moved away yeah. from football, and from, I think, the initiative that you are thinking about is incredible from yeah, a mental sure. health point of view, because it reminds me of what Kieran is doing yeah. with the walking. Yeah, yeah, the walking um, group, yeah. To get the older guys back into football. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would it be to use it as a platform from for a mental health point of view? Is that was that the goal of it? And um, believe it or not, there was a two prong approach to me to me coming up with the idea for that because um, it's it's interesting how many how many of us ever ask eleven, twelve, and thirteen year olds in football how they're feeling? What are you thinking? Yeah, I no, agree. Because it's an absolute given expectation. Get on the pitch, do your job, win and leave the pitch for sure yeah. and then I'm probably bold to say this that the majority of coaches and managers once the kids leave the pitch they forget about them until the following training session yeah um, mm. I, I know I kind of wanted to get more into the root cause of why kids are afraid to play football why they're afraid to lose games yeah why they feel so pressurised at 12 and 13 mm-hmm. and there's, there's so many of them yeah believe it or not so, so even taking that core age group and having a chat with them, a relaxed, casual chat with their parents and say, talk to us about how you feel about football. What, well, you know, what lights your life about it? What, what, how do you, when do you feel disappointed? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it the pressure from managers and coaches? Is it the pressure from home? Because parents have an awful part of Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. We do, yeah. And then we have a huge uh, category of players between 16 to 25, 30 who have been through the Lusk United system and some of them were blatantly told they weren't good enough. Yeah. You know, that's heartbreaking. But, and, and by text, by the way. Mm. Uh, sorry, you didn't make the cut this year. What? Yeah. Why? Or, or, or was there a cut? I didn't know. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or, 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 you know, so, okay, so, so not everybody's a fantastic footballer. But if you're going to leave players at that age, it's automatically assumed, yeah, they won't mind. They won't mind. A big grown man, they could take it. Go ask them. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, listening to what you're saying and having been involved with the club in in aspects of the coaching or even being present from a coaching point of view, let's say with Sean, for example, Sean's 16 now, mm-hmm. and being there when he was eight or nine years of age and mm-hmm. being witness to that, like we do, even as parents and some coaches in different clubs, like you'd said, you make a genuine human mistake on the pitch um, and you've got to understand this is like at a young age pre-puberty for God's for sake sure, do you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. and as adults we don't mean to throw our emotions and feelings out there but we forget that the weight of what we say is carried off the pitch yeah yeah definitely do you know yeah. what I mean and like you said you don't see them till the next session and then you expect everything that we may have said through wisdom to be forgotten about mm-hmm. they're still learning developing mentally and you're thinking 
what's wrong with you today? And really they're looking going, well, I'd like to knock you out because you, you know, you gave out to me the other day. <laughs> and over time, then they end up leaving. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen that. And it's interesting. It's actually not sometimes even what you say to them. Yeah. Like when a child, any child that you're coaching makes a mistake on the pitch, the first place he looks is at you. And then he looks at his parents. So when you do non-verbal motions, hmm. hands to the head, throwing your arm away, yeah. you know, kicking a bottle on the ground. Hmm. What do you think they believe that is? They don't, do you think they're really feeling, oh, he's delighted I made that mistake, I'm gonna learn from it. Hmm. No, it's killing them, it's eating them away. Yeah. And they have that sicky feeling in the stomach. Hmm. I was one of those kids, they have that sicky feeling in the stomach. It's anxiety. Yeah. It is, absolutely. Yeah. So if we're breeding that into the kids at 10, 11, actually eight, nine and 10. Yeah, for because, sure. Because this is a serious sore point for me, and I'll never let it go. When we have teams and clubs that are grading kids at seven, eight, and nine, if you were telling a child at that age, sorry, you're not good enough to be on that team. Yeah. Are they trying to tell me that there's no effect on a kid for that? Sure. Yeah, yeah and I remember with the, the grading um, as well, I was involved with the coaching when that was starting to come in. And one of the sides that, like, I know, I think anyone who remembers me from my, you know, non-calm days I was like a fucking bull in a china shop <laughs> and I probably didn't articulate the way I was feeling mm. um, in the right manner but it was coming from a place of the kids yeah. and to be able to find, like how do you put it across to a child even non-verbally that they're not good enough mm. at that age I've seen lads who were considered you know and I take my Sean as one of them who would have been considered not good enough, not in a lust environment, but in, let's just put them yeah. out there because yeah, I think yeah. this is this is systemic with all sports, yeah, it's especially not, it's not, football. It's not yeah. confined to, to one club, yeah, it's, it's uh, everywhere. It, it, yeah. It's almost like we don't take the opportunity to feel to, to feel out the fact that this kid is still developing. Yeah. You know, at a five or six years of age in an academy where they're pirouetting and flicking the ball and scoring for fun, you know, that's great. Mm. But I've, I, I'd seen Sean, for example, Sean like, is an incredibly talented footballer. But when he started, it was fear-based. He just yeah. didn't want to let anyone down. Yeah. And trying to get him onto a team was difficult and ended up on a team then where he went premier for a while. And he, he's so comfortable now with his ability to play football that he was able to step away from the premier team and say, I know we can play at that level. Yeah. But I want to play with my friends and have fun. That's yeah. The key. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For but sure. there was no pressure from me. There's yeah, no yeah. pressure from Helen. Mm -hmm. He just feels comfortable in what he's doing. And if you've ever met John, he's the most laid back yeah. kid you'd ever meet. And I think if it can be approached at a very young age, yeah. from even a well-being point of view, um, to get children to be able to talk about how they feel, or even if there was an open channel to be able to say, you know, the way you approached me last week, I don't really, it didn't really make me feel nice. Mm. It can only make us better people. Would you agree? Yeah, I totally, totally am. Um Look, you know, I think the biggest thing with coaches is, you know, for me, is a kid can tell when you're genuine. Mm -hmm. We all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. We're all like coach on the sideline that, that kicks the bottle and all. And you don't mean to be. It's just... Passion. You, 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 you put your errors into this team and you put, you know, all, you know, the, the, the things that parents don't see. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes before the training session, locking up the, you know, station road at 10 o'clock or 8 in the morning, opening mm -hmm. and open and close. So, like... You do that because your caring is genuine. And when it doesn't go your way at times, you are human beings as well. As sure, yeah, yeah. 
and you do get engrossed in the moment. And it's not to say, but if you're a coach who the kids understand that you're genuine, you know, I think that's very hard to come across the time as a coach as well. Because some people probably just don't have, it's funny, uh, something I'm doing in college tomorrow, an emotion, it's called emotional intelligence. Yeah. It's yeah. understanding when to, when to speak and when Absolutely. not to speak yeah. Yeah. and who needs, who needs the arm around the shoulder. Who needs a bit more? You know, mm. what I mean, who needs to, to be disciplined even at times? You no, know? like yeah, come on, you big agree with you, yeah, yeah. You, you know, and that and that's uh, something that we're all starting as I think as, as humans we evolve as humans. Yeah. We're starting to realise that yeah. that the world doesn't work by just telling people do that. Yeah, for no. sure. I think it's something that maybe Ireland is a little bit further behind other countries mm. in as well. You know, like this this area of mental health or emotional well being or whatever else. I don't think it's something that we we had. I mean, you guys are. I'll, I'll just say slightly older than me, but uh, you know, growing up, like you know, it, it wasn't you know, big boys don't cry. It was all that kind of stuff. You were told you weren't, you weren't really. Your feelings were never really considered. It is that's fair to say. It was yeah, the same with us. You know, like from, so yeah. from from across, like you know, a, a, you know, five ten years of an age gap between us. Like it's it's, it's systemic right the way down. So mm-hmm. I think it's an important step. I think it's somewhere Ireland needs to, to go. I think we're just going to be behind in it. You know, it, to to be a little bit controversial as well. That's what you're here uh, for. You know, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw throw a glass hammer at this. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the so-called bigger clubs, you know, there is absolutely no consideration whatsoever to a child's well-being uh, to uproot them from where they have, um, a, you know, a sense of belonging. Yeah. To promise them the earth, moon and stars, bring them off to a different club and then just say, you're not good enough. I never troubled any of the bigger clubs. Do you know what I mean? Play. Neither it's did I. Well, didn't matter. I used to have a teacher called Joe Vaughan in Clash of right. yeah, yeah. And he used to say, Keegan, you couldn't kick snow off a fucking rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I never bothered with football. I'm a great armchair coach, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. He's a great waiter as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good wine waiter. Good yeah. tasting it. But, uh, and I think that still happens. And I do see it happening. And I'll be sh- I'm going to say it. I've seen it happen with Lusk United. And it boils my fucking blood mm. because this is our, like, I'm from Kulak, but this is my community. This is where my mm. kids are growing up. This is where we have an active part in the community and this almost coming in to take players away and promise the earth moon and stars sometimes even behind the adults back yeah. you know that would that happened to sean and sean is a very young lad so yeah. why well, do i want to play there i'm from lusk yeah yeah do you know what i mean like it, it but even it's it's not looking after the emotional well-being and as an initiative that i feel you are trying to implement is just incredible to be able it's almost like talk therapy do you know what i mean how did how did you feel after the game? Like you know, and just chat. You know what I mean? And and open up. It'd be hard, I think, getting the boy in with parents, but wouldn't it be great if the parents could actually get the boy in as well? To say, listen, we feel that you can get so much more out of these guys as a core team. Mm-hmm. You know, stick them together. Like if you look at Rioch um Rioch and Steven's team. Yeah. Those lads are together since they were eight. Very good bunch. Uh, does like 80% yeah. of that yeah. team are together yeah. since they were 8 or 9 years of College age lads. College lads as well yeah. they all like the vast majority of them come in here but you remember like they like it's hard in today's age to see a group of almost 40 lads that are still friends why yeah. why okay there's the clubs eating mm. us they're mm. fabulous coaches yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like, the exactly. difference, isn't it? Yeah. and that's it they know and then kids know I won't get this investment off a person because put it this way, look, I love reading, you know, McGregor's book. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 did you ever read John Cavanagh's book? Mm-hmm. If you ever read John Cavanagh's book, um, McGregor's coach, like, he was the investment. If McGregor never crossed past with John Cavanagh, we would never know who Conor McGregor was. Today. Yeah, true. Mm. It was 
Cavanaugh's investment in in McGregor. Yeah, taking an interest in him. Yeah. When Arnold Schwarzenegger was in uh, Austria, he went to a European competition, and a guy from Germany invested in Arnold Schwarzenegger to come to Munich. From Munich, Joe Wilder, who mm. who has all the weightlifting magazine, he invested in Schwarzenegger to come to America. So we don't make it anywhere in our own life. You yeah, have to remember yeah, that. For sure. It takes other people to put investment into mm. you. You know, and as I do always say, your own kids, you'll never invest more than anyone else mm. than your own kids. Mm, yeah. But when someone outside your family circle invests in you, it's huge. It's absolutely huge because here's somebody taking time out of their own life. Now, sometimes it's for benefits and sometimes it's for profit and sometimes, mm. I look you know, what's it for? For me, it's like, oh, watch my young people play football. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's for them to, to have the experience mm. that I felt that I didn't get at times. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I would have loved to go you know, like uh, you just see the kids, you know, um, even now when you're going over to a match at the weekend, you see a football team on the tracks who's going across there. Jesus, yeah. missed out on that. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or, or, you know, and it's not that you're going to be professional work, but that will live with them kids for the rest of life. Because like, what's it, 1%, not even 1% making us professional football. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But from a community point of view, I feel you're really adding some future stability. Huge. Yeah. It's you know, absolutely huge. I mean, scary to think we've just just below 800 players in the club mm. like the academy back in the very first day when we started with Noel um, McGork um, myself Kev um, McMahon yeah, yeah um, like we, we'd and Huey we had I think the first couple of academies was like 15 or 20 kids listen granted the areas boost on the numbers of course yeah yeah can't get over all of a sudden we had 90 and 100 kids on an academy well yeah. when we were in the school at the back remember the back yeah, school yeah. pitches yeah, yeah. And, all? Yeah. Uh, and then we progressed again so it grew so quick so when you instill these values in the kids community values by the way yeah, yeah for sure this, yeah. Is not, this is not our Peter Thompson's values no granted they have a part to play yeah. as does his as does Niles we all contribute different levels of, of values to, to, to the game and to the kids but we now see and the reward of that in the community because I mean we have we had 57 2008 players think of these numbers for a second Roy. 57 2008 players from academy level and we retained 99% of those kids hmm. together wow and then they transitioned through school yeah. together yeah with that bond now listen some of them aren't great mates yeah yeah some but, of them look at each other in the hall oh yeah. yeah yeah but now they've transitioned into secondary school and adult life yes mm. and then before and then you have the 2009s after that same numbers 55 or 56 mm. of those and they're now going from 6th class into secondary if we can keep that gel and cohesiveness between all of those players and instill the values and instill community welfare and, and instill this Camaraderie, yeah. like the militant, yeah. not, not in a militant style, yeah, yeah. but in the mili- military kind of a mindset, mm. we're out here for each other. Talk you look out for each other. for a minute there. The <laughs> <way you're laughs> <going. I'm worried. laughs> no, but like it is, isn't it? Like, you know, I, I done it, you know, um, well, it was my first year, Peter, uh, it got me involved in the, in the, the summer soccer camps. Yeah. Okay. And he gave me the eldest group. Now, I'm always so used to working with the, the kiddies. Mm. Do you get me? And, ah, Coach Paul, and he run mm. over there. And went, so now he, he gave me like 12, <laughs> 14, 14 year olds. And I was there like, oh, God, you know, this is, I was like, oh, this is a total different angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a pleasure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, and if I was, as I said, like Cooper six, and I was like, Jesus, man, 
if any one of these were my kids at 13, 14 years of age, they're always going to have a bit of cheese. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But they're just good kids. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I think they're good kids because they came up, they all go to school together. Yeah. They all play football together. They all play GAA together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, they're a very, part of something. We're they're very, very something. unique what we yeah. have here. Yeah. It's like a country town in the middle of Yeah, Dublin. for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, is, it, it is. But it's a hub then as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you do have, as a club, have a very unique opportunity but also an obligation yeah. I feel and that's a that's a really it's very it's heavy to say do you know what these are going to be all young men so yeah. yeah you know I look at Sean and I look at the lads that are coming in and I'm yeah. looking at lads now that are six foot two and I remember they were the little snot nosed lads and could hardly yeah, lace yeah. their boots up and you know yeah, you're yeah. looking at actual grown men fucking moustaches yeah. and beards and mullets and but they're good groups of people and I do feel the core of that is this camaraderie and yeah. cohesiveness and proper bonds that they build at a young level doing something together. That they that, love. That they love. Yeah. Um, and to say, lads, you know, that um, had been promised the Earth, Moon and Stars are so-called bigger clubs. Where mm-hmm. are they now? They're back here with their friends playing football. It's part, you know? of, part of it comes from parents. Part of it comes from parents. Part of it comes from the clubs. Mm. Uh, that can be a, that can be an ongoing argument. By the way, for a decade, yeah. what's right and wrong? Yeah. Are the community clubs right? Mm. Are the elite clubs right? Um, it depends. Your expectations of the parents, expectations of the kids. Well, to um, me, what may I, I don't think it. We say elite clubs, but I think it's the community-based clubs that are the elite clubs. I do. I You've essentially just come in and cherry-picked them because you have yeah. a better portfolio with a connection to a bigger community yeah. of clubs. Yeah. It doesn't make you an elite club, but sure. the elite club is the ones that have taken you from four or five years of age. Like little Casey, she's four years of age there. Mm. You should be future Ireland captain. Do you know what I mean? For sure. Like Cooper as well, where they've taken you from a young age, like you've said, you, you, Paul, you're used to them at a young age and they're being nurtured and moulded and bonded. They're not just being plucked out yeah, yeah. for a square peg into a square hole. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But so yeah. what, to me, the elite clubs are the community-based clubs sure. that have invested years into these children to become young adults. Mm. And it really pisses me off the almost vulturing around these communities like Lusk, which is a community, you know, I guess squeaky bum here, lads. You know, shit like this. He's laughing in the background because he said one or two things to wind me up and I'm getting going on it because- I like it though, it's good. It it does, it pisses me off when you have people like Paul, you have people like Peter, you have people like Noel. You know, and I know I'm forgetting so many people, but you have people who have just invested so much time and effort. And one thing we don't get back, but we spend like it's going out of fashion is time. Yeah. You know, and then just to be a little seed in, of, in someone's ear to say, come with us, we, we'll, we'll give you everything. And then what happens? These poor kids come back, we're almost feeling like their tails between their legs. Now, I know of a lot of kids that have come back to Lusk United, and they're young men now. Yeah. They would not have come back to Lusk United, in my opinion if there was no sense of unity and community with them from a very young age, they would have probably never played the game again. But they've come back and have a guess, from what I've seen, they're excelling. Yeah. And it wasn't that the elite club made them better. They just realised what they were missing. Yeah. Back to the emotion, what Paul had said about the emotional intelligence. Mm. When these kids start being able to think for themselves and realising, well, actually, I'm not enjoying it here. It's too pressurised. I'm getting 15 minutes in the game. I want to be back playing with my mates. Getting 45 minutes a game. Yeah. And enjoying it and being in a great community. Yeah. 
and the kids nowadays, particularly the younger ones, have such a great opportunity now within Lusk yeah. because they not only have we know with the Shells community partnership, mm. right? That's a huge thing for it's us. Massive, yeah. So that that is essentially a community built partnership. Yeah. It's not about player plucking. Yeah. It's now inevitably eventually they will be there will be a pathway there for them yeah okay inevitably that's, that's a feeder club but, that's yeah. but, it is. but it'll be on our terms mm-hmm. if a player goes he'll enjoy his time if he doesn't make it you can always come back going to be there to come yeah, back and yeah. say come on son you're more than welcome back yeah, yeah. and we'll feed him back into his teams they have the Celtic partnership we've had a load of this, a load of kids going through girls as well go through the Celtic elite player programme what more could you want? Hmm. Yes, it's Scottish football, but the chances of going to Scotland and playing for a Scottish club are much higher than they are going across. And now they have this, the elite player programme where if you're good enough and you go and get selected, you'll go to Glasgow. Yeah, for Plus, sure. Yeah. The social and community part of the Celtic partnership is bringing the kids over, experiencing yeah, yeah, that type yeah, of football yeah. and the atmosphere over there. Yeah. Uh, and then, like the academy structure with Paul operating it now and coming straight through, it's just endless. And the kids are the backbone of the club. They are. And they're the backbone of the community. And the more community support we get, the more people like you, Pierce, who always, always doing their bit. Always, always. moaning. No? no? Always no, moaning. No. I don't think you, I don't think you were. I, I actually don't. Um, I think, I'm happy if you think it was. Anyway. <laughs> no, I actually don't. You were very good and you always contributed a lot. Um, and you didn't run which I tell between your leg and go somewhere else you no, stuck well, in and stuck in and done your thing well my, my son is there and yeah. for me you looking at how he's thriving and then the feed onto that is Jack Jack is mm. you know he's five years of age soon to be six and mm. idolises his big brother and you know even has a little mullet like him but yeah, with Jack yeah. it's, it's football mm. you know um, and Minecraft and Minecraft yeah. and, and Minecraft based football yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. even with even with, Co- even with Coach Paul do you hear me even yeah, with yeah. Paul um, you know the 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 level of um, respect that you don't command yeah is so important especially with a, with a boy like not an awful lot of kids I was thinking about my own son Jack who was autistic he's but to be able and he he played, it's seen him play football and the manner he played. I just see him out in the green, but it was different dynamics there. But seeing it with structure with yourself and actually seeing how he was responding to the respect that you almost get from the kids without demanding it. That's like, it's, it's an energy thing, I suppose. Yeah. Seeing how he's responded to that. And even tonight, the start of the podcast, knowing his coach was there yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see him he's sort of looking at him yeah, he's yeah. talking away and I mean, he's on my lap and I'm like no I'm your daddy it's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or are you yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but that's just a testament to and I'm, I, I'm not just saying it because you guys are here but no. that's just a testament to the time that you know is is invaluable that you give from four, five, six years of age right the way up to 16 to 26 years mm-hmm. of age that you can't get back but like you said about Arnold Schwarzenegger and Conor McGregor those investments and we don't know what these kids are going to bring to the future for sure whether it's stability within the community whether it's you know a future worldy in football or whatever it may be but the values that are being because let's face it Everything is go, 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 go at the mm. moment. We want to order it now, but we wanted it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And, and and being able to take time out to be able to say, there's something that can be invested into your child to help 
nurture them, get them away from the screens and actually get physically active and yeah. mm-hmm. develop them on an emotional and and, and, and and physical level. It's so important to have clubs like Lusky United. And there is other clubs in the area, but we're talking about Lusky United. Yeah. To be able to do that to our children. Yeah. And it is our children. And we're, setting and we're grateful life. for it. Is it said only 1%? Yeah. You're Thanks setting yes. them up. 0.01%. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Really. So it's the social, mm. it's the teamwork, it's the young that you don't get on on the team, mm. but you still have to go out there and work together yeah. for the team. Because that's what happens in real life. That's what happens in, in my job. Absolutely. I have to yeah. work with people I don't like, but we have to achieve something together. Yeah. And that helps you. you now, more than likely within the football team. <laughs> Most ninety nine percent of the time, they all get on. Yeah, yeah. But there, you, there is that time where you know, and but I, I, I had a crack at rugby in, in, in my late twenties. Yeah, and it, it was something that was uh, was fabulous. Um, was that they never got on to you if if you dropped the ball. It was always forgotten about. Mm. You know, and they never got on to the referee if the referee made the wrong decision. Yeah. The captain was the only one. Yeah. And this blew me away because I played football my whole life. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I said, I'm going to have a crack at rugby when I was 27. I've done it for three or four years. But this amazed me. But I went there, I was helping out uh, the under 10s, hmm. um, Coach Mark Power uh, and Kevin Sludd's team. They, they what you call it, um, COVID, they were down with your coach, said, do you mind coming out? Yeah. And like, he's breeding that culture into his team. And I was just there, well, I'm gonna rob and this is what you do, yeah. was it called? I'm robbing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna rob that. <laughs> you know, and, and what it was was that the one thing like I'd be there, like we'd be together, be a unit and all. And Mark says to him, and I thought that was more effective. And Anton that I said, and if one of us misses a shot or misses a tackle or miss a pass, encourage. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I was there, and I was there. Anyway. I'm gonna rob that. Yeah. I'm gonna rob that. <laughs> you know, next year when my guys are yeah, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Even when you look at the likes of Jurgen Klopp, for Mm. example, Mm. as a man manager or a person manager, you know, he, most coaching, and I know you're studying an awful lot of this, and so are you, Peter, you're doing your UEFA. Just, yeah. Yeah, you're doing your fucking UEFA coaches, for God's sake. So you're looking at, again, gets back to my point, where are your elite clubs? You know what I mean? To me, they're they're here. We're surrounded by them. Um, So you'll probably realise from the coaching that you're doing on your UEFA level that it is more about the emotive side of coaching. 100%. And how you make the person feel and how those feelings can be translated into winning. Yeah. There was a, there was a great podcast out and I even better be sat in the sports. I'm out of here. Great podcast. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> done. I'm done. <laughs> this is bringing the best. <laughs> I have to say I got absorbed into the sports psychology. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Dan Abrahams, he's quality. Right. Yeah. It, it is literally the emotional intelligence and the types of communication, the variable, non-variable. But, but it's interesting this and the Paul and he makes a very good point and uh, referring back to Conor McGregor, investing time and investing the time and he invests time and I invest time but the one thing we keep we have to remember is as coaches we need to invest time in ourselves sure yeah Yeah. because if we don't evolve with the game and we don't evolve with the kids and their ages because you can't exactly go out to a six-year-old and coach them the same way as a 16-year-old yeah so our, our our strategy must be as coaches we need to want to evolve ourselves and invest time in ourselves because we need to be able to give them that whole structure and backbone of coaching from six 
right through. Yeah. Mm. Right through until that. And, and even at 25 years of age, when we're old men and we're sitting in a, in a bar somewhere in Lusk and the lads walking, they go, oh, this Coach Paul, this Coach Peter, how is he? Yeah, yeah. And you have that relationship instilling that respect. Mm. And as you said, it's a slight discipline. It's not for sure, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when when we're when we're at oil level to kids rather than looking down on kids, that in itself is intimidating. Yeah. So there's so much that we need to learn as coaches. So if we don't invest time in ourselves to progress that stuff, all you're gonna have is a coach with a smoke hanging out the side of his mouth. <laughs> coach at eighteens. I'll never forget this story. And it was we were playing, it was at Academy, right? And it was our first five aside games. And we were up at the club. I won't name the team, right? And there was a coach on the sideline and he was roaring at this young kid called Marcel, right? Smashing player. A lovely kid. Yeah. He badgered the kid so much and we had been around to him saying, would you just let them play? Yeah. Let them play football. But he has a smoke hanging out the side of his mouth, right? And he's, Marcel! Marcel! Get up out the playing ground! You spend more time on the ground than a worm! So... Of course, the parents on the sideline, his parents, think it's great crack. They open the cry, walk up the pitch and wouldn't go back on to play football. Yeah. And his mum is arm around, ah, oh, don't worry, he's only messing. Yeah. Why should the young people have this? For Why sure. should he have yeah. to go through that? Mm. So, essentially, that's what we're trying to do. From Paul and right through the coaches, as I said, there's, there's this want and desire for them all to try and progress themselves. There is some that don't. There is some that are just happy turning up on a Sunday for the yeah, only game. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what they want to yeah, do. Yeah. But uh you know, we still need more volunteers. We yeah. still the club won't progress and move forward unless we get volunteers. And that brings me on to what is the plan? Like we're 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 exiting twenty twenty one. It's been a shit storm with COVID and restrictions and everything yeah. else as we all know, like it it's it's all over the place. What is the plan going forward? Like we, we always have a blueprint for what we want to do or yeah. you know, your your blue sky vision of what you'd like, but what you feel you can impact and change going into twenty twenty two? what's what's happening with the club? <laughs> we're all stepping down because yeah. there's that many people out there who know how to do it with no, yeah. down yeah. Yeah, no. to, manage it. to be quite honest Pierce, the biggest issue we have at the moment is capacity and yeah. space yeah. we literally are at capacity we have no space um, and for a club of our size and there's going to be this duel between sport and clubs in this community for a long time to come sure, yeah. but at the end of the day the one thing that every club football club should have is an all-weather facility. Now, we've been shafted over the years by builders because they're building and building and building and building and they're giving nothing back. Yeah. They get thrown, they're, thrown, they're thrown in a little playground here and there. Yeah. But they get burnt down. Ah, look. So, it, it's been evident when we ran the night leagues that time, it was exceptional. We had 116 kids torn up that night to play at a club from Scaries, Rush, Balbriggan, down as far as Donabay Port ran. Okay, so if we want to prolong the life of the club and, and, and have a five-year strategy in place, which we do, by the way, mm. it's just, it's going to involve having an all-weather facility. So the government, the min- local ministers, uh, you know, the builders, the Garda Khan, everyone has a role to play and a part to play in that. That's what we need. How much? And do you mind me asking? Because you've got a very good size pitch there. Yeah. Right. You've got very good facilities around it, mm. um, which over time are just have to be and will be improved. 
you know, whether we go knocking on doors or whatever has to be done. Like, what type of cost are you looking at to have the current pitch in the manner that it is to be an all-weather pitch? Just to give some of our listeners out there a sort of go, okay, we can talk about an all-weather pitch, yeah. but I think it's when you put a figure on it. It yeah, might what does even it actually be in mean? Summer, like, yeah, what yeah. does it mean in, in regards to numbers? What does it mean? Because we spent the last 20 minutes, and rightly so, talking about why we in, why you guys instill these values into mm-hmm. our children. Mm-hmm. So if we say their investment in their children is priceless, well, then what is the price mm. to be able to invest into an all-weather pitch? So people can actually put a value on it. You might have someone out there going, actually, I thought it'd be so much fucking more than that. Mm. Do you have an idea roughly what something it's like that costs? The, the values of an all-weather pitch vary depending on drainage, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. so on, right? So you can get one for about 300,000 yeah. up as far as half a million, a little bit more. Right. So a conversion would probably be on the lower scale at three fifty. Yeah. Of Ratmore, we say. Yeah. Um we are still the, the cheapest club one of in North County Dublin. For sure, yeah. The hundred euro yeah. for your kids playing. Mm. Yeah, it's nothing. And it's interesting, people may create about an increase, say for example, well we're gonna increase it to hundred and fifty because we want to know whether we want the members to buy into this. Yeah. Oh, jeez, no. You make a kickback. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, but yeah then, for sure. But then they'll pay 350 and 500 to bring them down to another elite club. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to say, look, let, let's let's weigh up the options for us. Let's see if the if the local projects that have been going on for a couple of years deliver something. Um, mm. You've seen our posts of recent where yeah, there was sp- spaces allotted to an all-weather pitch in the initial plans and it's been moved again. And 2027, I think, it's gone to now. And, 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 and yeah, and yeah, we crib about antisocial behaviour. We crib about doors being kicked and all, and it's all teenagers. And this is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Like, we forget that when we want, when we let our kids out there, we're animals, we go feral, I don't give a shit. Like, we, we just become nuts when there's no outlet. Yes. I grew up in Kulak. Mm-hmm. And if it, our, we had no outlet because we probably burnt half of them down, so <laughs> all we were doing was going in and robbing Cadbury's and Tato. Do you know what I mean? I walked around Lusk, Lusk Village the other night, and two youngsters were cycling by, and then an old kids had wear the black, the two black North Face jackets, mm-hmm. right? And they were cycling by, and I, what I thought at first when I seen it was a ghetto blaster. No, the old ghetto blasters. Yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. I was there saying, look at these, they're going retro. Because they got close to Timmy cycling towards him. One was on the handlebars and one was behind. As they got close to me, they put their heads down and put their hoods up. I said, Jeez, what's wrong? It was a saw. They were at the taken, obviously from the construction. You're messing, really? Jeez. So, to think that it's not here. Yeah, yeah. It is here. Yeah, it of is course. here. So of course, course it's here, yeah. Let the investment start now. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not 20 years down the line when, yeah, when yeah. all our kids are teenagers and, and all yeah. by the way, you know, like as I said, like, you know, you know, with anything gone, they're happy enough to let house be built. Yeah. Is, is that solved the problem? No. Because we had Louisa Riley on a few weeks ago. Yeah. And we had spoke about the Garda station. Yeah. And very directly, she said, yeah, that's been resolved. Yeah. I'm very confident yeah, that yeah. she said it. Yeah. And lo and behold, now they're building a massive car park off the yeah. back of it. They're putting Garda in it. Yeah. So we will finally have some policing in the area. Yeah. You know, um, I'd say it because I don't think it's a million miles away to be able to get some type of investment or put an awful lot of pressure on somebody's shoulders to say, we have a ridiculously high community uh, in the population. We have verging on almost a thousand members. Mm. We are at capacity. 
And because we don't have the resources in place that should be in place for a club of this size, in like I mean, and I mean this with the greatest respect to other sporting facilities out there, find your own shit. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and and do and keep building that way. Like you guys, as far as I'm concerned, need to have your all weather pitch, need sure, to have yeah. the facilities yeah, yeah. that need to be had. And if it means that you we get private investment or whatever needs to be, it needs to be done. But Fingal, you're right, they can't just keep building and building and building because before you know it, and I mean this with all the greatest respect, you've another Kulak, you've another Darndale, and you've another Prizewood. Yeah. Which is schools and buildings and no outlet whatsoever. Yeah. I went to Little the other night. It's only open a wet fucking day. But they're already smashing up the trolleys underneath in the car park. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing for them no, to do. No. Because if they were training twice a week. Yeah. And I know. they had a match this weekend. And yeah. if their coach cared about that match this weekend. And it doesn't matter even when you get to, you know, under 14s, 15s. Because the coach cares about that yeah. team and works with that team, doesn't matter what league they play in or what level they play in, mm. they're playing together as a team. They'll, be, they'll turn up to train the Of course they will, yeah. Why? Yeah. Because they're, they enjoy getting Because it, it's deeper than... Yeah. I, you keep, I, f- I feel so bad for you, Stephen, because you don't watch movies and you don't play sports. Well, see, I, I played for Lusk United for years. Yeah, because you spoke with Kieran about Yeah, this. yeah. So we, we grew up here, like, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and I think, like, I, I know what you're saying, there's so much more that still needs to be done, but I think it's, it's amazing to see how far the club has come. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, we wouldn't have enough players for an 11 aside match some week. So you always got your game by virtue of the fact there just wasn't enough people. But like that training in the winter, we used to train in the car park at the old ball alley because we'd know where to play that wasn't waterlogged. Mm-hmm. And you'd have like lights of the car for you to kick around in the car park for an hour. And it just like you literally, when you got to like 14, 15, you were like, this is a load of bollocks. I have a pain in my hole getting lashed yeah, on yeah, here yeah. to run around the car park. Like, what are we doing here? Like, you know, and it's, it's great to see where it's come, but it totally needs to move on to the next level. So I'm, I'm kind of a little bit out of it because it's years since I've been involved. But you're club, more but in you know? it than out of it because we are essentially the blow-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. You're in a room yeah, yeah. with three blow-ins. Yeah. And like, I, I know you're saying you've seen it change and yeah. the dynamics of everything have changed. For sure, really yeah. Good For the better. Yeah. In, in a way, but yeah. you've also seen the explosion in the population of yeah Lusk. huge I remember when it was all fields Pierce yeah, sure, <laughs> all, all, all yeah. yeah that's, that's all we had I was the stage with a Ronnie because I couldn't get in anywhere really yeah there you go <laughs> like, we, can't, we can't ever lose sight of the fact that the likes of Martin Daly had, oh yeah yeah for sure yeah dad was, huge, that was a big was a big input on it yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in the structure of the but like that dad only got involved with the club because like you were saying earlier when I went to play under eights or whatever it was, mm. there were there was one team and I turned up to train and they were like, no, you you're not good enough to play, and and uh, you're not good enough to play with us and uh, they they sent me away home and uh, that's it. that's that's not right. I'm not having that. So he he yeah. came along and and then because he got involved and he was able to make another team, do you know, like that. Yeah. So no, like you're saying, it's been going on that long. Like you know, and like you were saying, I I would have been an anxious player. Mm. I had that feeling in my stomach that I didn't want to be there yeah. because of the the atmosphere you were in. Like you know, it was just it really needs to, to it, move on. But it is it's, almost it's great like a, to see it though. It is almost like a peer pressure. Yeah, for to, sure. Yeah, yeah, to please your parents. But I do think it's it's brilliant, and I know the work that you guys do is is amazing. I think it really is. I'm not just saying it because you guys are here. It's fantastic just to well, see where it's come pillars. to. You know, well, well, pillars in the community yeah. and previous pillars, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, like your dad, yeah, yeah. Like, don't forget, the club wouldn't be here. They could have just cut up and said, oh, "I've done, yeah, I'm here, cheer, yeah, yeah. leave it." Yeah. Um, so we're just hoping that we will have that same, yeah, to leave that life. legacy on it, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, yeah, on yeah. It. and that people will know that we're doing it. We're not doing it for ourselves. We're not doing it for the glory. You know, uh, someone said to me recently, "Ah, oh, Thompson, ah, oh, yeah, he loves an old photograph." You know. 
Right, marvellous. So I don't do this stuff for, for the glory. No, no, definitely not. I wouldn't show up 12 and 14 hours Quite a week. Quite handsome looking yeah, yeah. man, in fairness yeah. now. Oh, it's he nice. is, yeah. Oh, Glenda, he's a lovely, lovely looking man. Tell Except for the moustache in the hotel. That was poor days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh, if somebody's listening and they, they want to get involved, what what you recommend? Should they drop up to the clubhouse? Absolutely. How should they get in touch? Where we, do you go? We, love capa- we, lo- we want volunteers in any capacity. Yeah. If someone is an engineer and they have a good idea, yeah. Uh, like some of, one of the local clubs Rathout very good setup. you see the bright grey pitch they have but they had a financial director get involved in that club okay so at that level we don't have that we have a great treasurer yeah yeah team. fabulous yeah. so and he's really done a great yeah. job within the club to be honest but we, we'll take volunteers at any capacity if it's coaching volunteering it could be some an old could be a dad man who said you know what I fancy getting back involved yeah yeah we welcome that. We yeah, want them there. For sure. Yes, they'll have to change their mindsets. But of course, that's just yeah, part yeah. of the game and part of. Well, I mean, everything's changed. Like you know, yeah, like even like you know, there was no child protection stuff. There was yeah, no like course. there was no things you had to do to come along. So like you know, the world has moved on. And yeah. if you're getting into something, you need to be prepared to go through those steps. But yeah. no, it, I think it's great. So people can can they Google you and find you online yeah, or can, turn up the club? What do email, you do? They can email yeah. people. So it's very straightforward. It'll be. If they want to get involved in coaching, they just email me at coaching at luskinoida.ie. Very good. Or the secretary at luskinoida.ie yeah. or child welfare at luskinoida. Yeah. So it's, it's basically It'll, all yeah. of that. They so just it's that easy. And them. anyone there who needs to write off 350,000 euro for sure, yeah, if you want to hide it. And I, and I say that because you don't know I, when I did sales years ago I remember I don't like the guy that I did this with but he said something that stuck with me yeah. you never know who's behind the person in front of sure. you sure yeah exactly Yeah. and you never know who may be listening out there and say do you know what actually it isn't actually that much Yeah. May or even somebody out there and say I could probably help get the ball rolling on yes. this it, the club need that next level there's Definitely. no two ways about yeah, yeah. that mm. so none whatsoever if you think hypothetically speaking the builder that's building all these houses in the area is more or less the same builder couple of thousand houses if he said give the local club one house just one house yeah let them have it and then we set up a draw or raffle it off yeah. raffle it off sell the house mm-hmm. the money goes straight into the football it's not going to a committee to go on fancy holidays. No, it's no. going straight into a building and all with a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's an easy salute. And it is, I, I don't think there'll be the logistics. I mean, I know St. Moore's are raffling the house as well, and cars, and yeah, there's yeah. other clubs around who have that, who have the grace of a builder to say, yeah, yeah. or farmers to say, yeah, oh, yeah. you know what, there's a bit of land to take it away. Well, we, de- we, we have spoken. Like, I mean, I'm going to reach out to Louise again. I yeah, don't for know what sure. she can do, yeah, but yeah. she is one of the ministers for Enterprise and Trade. Yeah, definitely, um, yeah. And then our local councillor Rob is on in the new year. Yeah, Rob's Rob's, Rob's, Rob's on in the new Come year. Come on to us, yeah. yeah. Um, Rob used to referee actually. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. Fellow. I remember yeah. we were playing. I think we were under 16s at the time. So you get in that stage now where you're like, you know, yeah, you know, you think you're 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 amazing. And poor Rob came along to referee, and we were playing against. I think it was. Uh, Portran and we just I don't know what happened we got into a massive scrap and poor Rob was the referee trying to hold it all together I felt so bad for him that's where you get into politics yeah, yeah. that's what it is yeah yeah so yeah. We, we need to so the club next level yeah okay um, I'm just recapping on it so we yeah, need yeah, for sure, yeah. need that all weather pitch yeah so needs to happen and I, I'm gonna ask something that's on my mind because I have to ask it I'm hearing talk of people wanting ground share or is this a real thing? Is it urban legend or ground share? As in clubhouse share, to share the clubhouse with you. Oh, part of part no, part of the lust part of the lust twenty twenty project was the fact that that was to be one central hub. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we were. To, it was the the clubhouse was to evolve, get bigger, wider, 
mm. have facilities for you know runners and mm. changing rooms and stuff like that. Um, we applied for a sports capital grant. We got it. Um, COVID hit. Couldn't do anything with it. Exactly. Um, so. I think the future plans were to do that, were to have the clubhouse and yeah. all of that bigger, so it would be multifunctional. That's all well and good. And what? One eleven a side pitch? Yeah, yeah. It makes no For sense. Sure, we, yeah, we, at we've all. between sixteen and twenty eleven a side teams, and people are like, "Shit, Jesus! This is oh, this is genuine." People, let's have everything. Let's get out and have everything. Mm. Have pitches in Dunham or pitches. We have three eleven a side pitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For 16 plus 11 or so teams. Yeah. Yeah. Walk it out. Yeah. And then all of these other teams now, so the next batch, another three 11 or so teams next season. Yeah. Where are we putting them? Where are you going to put them? Yeah, exactly. But you said even down to the academy, and, and this is the yeah. first time we've done the academy this year. Yeah. Every other academy runs within the league season. So between August to, to June, mm. we've, we've never had the luxury of doing that. Yeah. So we run Air Academy from March to November yeah, because yeah. it's the only time facilities can facilitate yeah. our four to seven year olds. Mm. Now, it's not that we're not being proactive. We are being proactive. Yeah. As you know, Jack's been playing through the winter. Yeah, love it. But the only, the, the only way I could make that happen was just by bringing the older groups. And it was gutting yeah. saying to the other two, other lot of kids two months ago, so I was saying, look, mm. I can only bring the eldest here yeah. because they're going into a team. So I sort of said, I had to focus, you have to on, focus them, on, it. Yeah, yeah. on them for their ability so that when they're ready for yeah. next year yeah. you know and going forward but if we had an Astro yeah, we'd be doing the exact same yeah, time yeah. but even like that let's say say if you had an enthusiastic coach who's uh, has a son who's a four year old or something like that and he thinks of getting involved at Luskinoy right and he comes down and he's a four year old now jeez I might go to the academy now you know uh, gets in touch with Mary PR uh, is it Lusk Academy on from my four no mm-hmm. oh yeah. is it not no all right, but I'm a, I'm really want to do this. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Joe, he's gonna do. He's gonna go somewhere. Yeah, they do have to. Yeah, of course he will. And then we just yeah. lost him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've teams. All of those teams at a higher age are spending money. Awesome. Rob Brigham. Yeah. Paul Rodri, going down to Astro Park, spending money anyway out of subs to, to pay, play to, on someone else. Yeah, yeah. 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 It just doesn't make sense. Doesn't and, make sense. And no. even going back to the anti-social behaviour, kids to be kids. I'm gonna make a bold statement. Parent need to get their finger out. Mm. Yeah, parents sure, need to get yeah, their yeah. finger out and take responsibility and accountability. Mm. Don't tell me you can't sit because I can tell you now, Fingless and Hardwick Street, no matter what, I was home and I was told to be home. If I lied, you got a belt on my mouth. <laughs> Where were you? Does mm. it smell of fire off you? you? So, we had a fear. Mm. We had a fear. You said the same. Yeah, killer. absolutely. You had a fear. Yeah. So yeah. what's nowadays? It's, it's just too blase now it's expected that the kids are antisocial because it's so there's nothing else to do hmm. so we have an all-weather pitch it's a huge pitch split into three groups and we can have pay-as-you-play or pay-as-you-play play as a late-night hub floodlit they can do it all night it's like what they yeah. have at the Astro Park up in Kula yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know it's right next to the, the NDSL and it is and there is lads that you would be expecting and yeah, they probably do go off and have a couple of drinks. Yeah. But they're playing together. They're off the streets. Yep. They're doing something active. And then it brings it on to the whole mental health side of it, 
where they feel better. Yeah, Why? Yeah, because sure. they just ran the bollocks out yeah, of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. have any time to run off for a builder's fucking console. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the truth, though. Yeah. That's the truth. Like, they're not flying down the road where a builder's console worth sure, about yeah. two and a half grand yeah. because they fuck all else to do. Yeah. And, you know, listen, I course a lot because I'm passionate about what I yeah, say. Yeah, you are, yeah. I can see Kulak happening in Lusk. It is pretty much like deja vu. You know, you can almost see it going that way where, but I think now when you've got the power of, you know, social media, you've got the power of yeah. even, like we actually, I'm surprised, we do have a big reach with the podcast. Yeah, for sure, yeah. You know, yeah, we have a very unique opportunity right now in time, especially with COVID, especially with restrictions mm-hmm. to draw the community back in and say, okay, listen, it's it, it, the club is bigger than us. Yeah. Your child may never play football, but he might actually play five-a-side with his mates and yeah, go for a few pounds sure. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So help us build the fucking pitch. Yeah. Help us get the clubhouse where it needs to be. You know, if you're doing the math, nobody really has that much money, but if you're doing the math, you've got, you know, so many, you've got 800, 800 kids in the, in the club. You know, you're probably looking at the guts of 500 euro per child, really, if you're looking at that. And then you've got a 350,000 plus euro. I'm doing the math, you know mm. yourself. If there's something there, if there's anyone there that can help, please help. If there's yeah. anyone there that has the acumen and the get up and go to start helping get the fundraising together or helping not knock on doors, kick doors in and Fingal and say, stop fucking building until you build what's needed. Yeah. Do you know what so I mean? Well Simple said, yeah. stuff. Just please get it done. I love my community. I love my little barbershop. I love what we're trying to do here for our your kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I cut your two lads here all the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, you know, even me and Glenda when we're here, we do be chatting about the way you yeah. would love it to be. That doesn't mean that we're the only parents out there that are passionate no. about this. No. That's doesn't mean that we're the only parents here that are wondering where our kids are when they leave the house. Mm. We don't want them to be falling into antisocial behaviour. But guess what? If you don't have the outlet, mm-hmm. we know what's gonna come. It's unique here. That's the one thing about this, and like, where the blow is, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't say it. Where the blow is, but where the <laughs> blow is. Well, in, in saying that, we're so unique. And I'll even say that even back to the ladies' kickfit program that started up two years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. All our kickfit programs have started up and went flat, and started yeah. up and went flat. Yeah. Around things. You have something quite unique in that. That, oh, one, keep, that, one, that one keeps on going. It just keeps on going. Why? And they're buying tattoo vouchers here. It's fucking great. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're happy. <laughs> but, but it is. But, 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 and, that, and that's, like I said, even within, it's sort of like we're, never mind a hub over there. Lusk is a hub. Yeah, it is. And your yeah, kid yeah. either goes to the national school or goes to the educate together or yeah. might go to Cardiff school. Do you get me? But they all know each other. Of course yeah. they do, yeah. yeah. You know, and they, and they all we see each other and it's just, and it says down to that, I see Peter all the time walking around the area. You know what I mean? I, I, I see kids walking around the area all the time. You know, the parents, and that's what I love, the, I love even about the ladies' kickfit. Most of their kids are in the football club playing yeah, football, yeah. you know, and now they're even coming to me as we've, as we've progressed. They're saying, Paul, I wouldn't dream of watching football two years ago. Yeah. Now I'm actually watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Infectious. Sort of saying, like, you know, and there's, but like for them, never mind. And, and we're all talking about our teenagers, our, our, our you know, us as men, mental health. Yeah. What about women's mental health? For sure. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, what sure. the ladies' kickfit does for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's an escapism from them, 
from 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 you know what that life is. Now here, listen, I get a lot of golf in the year when I'm running. <laughs> he loves it. Do you know what? I would I would like to get some of the uh, Nicola does be in with her two boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Harry and uh, Louis, and uh, I I would like to have one or two of the women on in the new year for sure. Be good to, yeah, to have yeah. a chat about it because you, you you have said it there. It's you know, the whole premise around the podcast was around mental health and, yeah. you know, what we see. And we do talk about a salon chair and a tattoo chair. Our highest paying clients are here are women. Yeah. You know, it's why we change their colour. That's why we put pink in our colours. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, but I would love to have them on and talk about how it's been for them as well, because it for is sure. integral. Uh, and the, the kids are still probably wanting to fall away from the football. But mum is involved in that. And they're like, nope, not a chance. And again, like you said, it's very, like, it is so unique what's happening here. From the time of you, Stephen, in a car park. Yeah. You know, uh, you're yeah. only, what, 19? Only 19. Yeah. And the rest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but kicking the ball around the car park yeah. to where yeah, the clubhouse yeah. used to be, which is near where, where Lidl and stuff yeah, is yeah. now, yeah. to where they are but needing to grow. I always feel really old when I say things like, you know, because my little fella's only two, so he doesn't really get it yet. But like, I mean, even I've, I've a couple of younger siblings who don't really remember Lusk as it was then. Mm. But you know, when you go around the ring roads kind of over yeah. near the nursery, you're like, yeah, no, we used to play football on the pitch that was right here and the road goes right through the middle of it now. I always feel really old when I say that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> We've seen you it all change. No, there you go, yeah. yeah. So guys, we're going to finish up. Yeah, for uh, sure. The podcast. But Covered like, lots, just, yeah. Is there anything that you really want to just get the mention out there because you know when you're going home you're going mm. fuck it I love this like, Jesus can we edit this in now, I personally would love to thank all of the volunteers coaches and parents mm. I have to be honest maybe we've just been lucky uh, with the group of parents that we have with the, the groups they're just so good and they're so complimentary of what we're doing mm. um, and they appreciate it so personally speaking for the people who put the graft in and there's a lot of work that goes in mm. in the background. It is really underappreciated at times. Mm. But we're sitting here talking about Lusk United. Granted, it's a casual conversation, but we're still. This is still Lusk United. But the community have been very good. But I want to thank everybody for giving their time, effort, for even the proactive way in which they speak about the club and their kids and yep. how their kids are treated. That means the world to, to me personally. Mm. Um, I can't thank Paul and the guys in the committee enough because they live and breathe the club mm. and it's just endless but we're doing it for the benefit in the future of the club mm. uh, I can't thank people like you Pierce enough because constantly keeping this as a topic of conversation about mm. the community in general is so important mm. because maybe parents who there's a good chance that the parents of the kids who are antisocial don't listen to podcasts anyway for sure yeah. but I, I do certainly think that if everybody just had that little pop in their mind you know just this little brain fart to say you know what I need to check in where she or he is I drove through the village very quickly I drove through the village on Sunday on the way home Saturday Saturday on the way home I had to go out to do something and work and I brought my daughter with me and we were driving down through the village and there was two girls 13 years of age pumping the head off each other at the side of the road. Mm. 13 years of age. And I'm talking full-on vicious kicks and punches. Mm. Um, and it scared the life out of me. And when I look at that stuff and think, what more can each person do individually mm -hmm. to make a change and make things better around here? We're all, we're all responsible and we're all accountable for that. We are. 
we are and I think the more you said about most of the parents not listening to the podcast and you're right but what I've noticed is it's more of the younger ga- lads yeah. are listening to the For podcast sure. yeah, yeah. and I think some of the guests we've had in have really attracted them to listen to it yep. and they're going yeah actually you're right you know I do like what's going on within the community and even even if it's a nugget to say yeah I'm just going to get into shit man because once that guard station's open I, you know I think once the presence as Louise was saying once the presence is there yeah. but just to sort of finish on this point as well when we're talking about the the mental well-being and the mental health of the kids we had children who were and Louise was saying this we've had children who have gone into lockdown at 15, 16 years of age yeah. and have come out of lockdown and expected to be adults but still at the mental age mm-hmm. of a 15 or That's 16 right. year old so from a community based point of view with, with regards to the sports and the football where you're actually looking at it from you know, wellness and how are you yeah. feeling? It's a simple question. Are you okay? On grand, eventually they're going to say, well, to be honest, yeah. I actually feel like shit or I feel great. And I think the more proactive we are hmm. around those situations and even having, like, I, I just have a vision of that being a pay-as-you-play yeah, and pulling people around the community together and just having a nice, it is a hub, so yeah. let's try be a hub to yeah. make a hub. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and guys, thank you so much for coming yeah, thanks on. Thanks very much. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Good crack. Yeah. You know, I, I got a few courses out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not many. No, I, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like my sign says, be nice or fuck off. <laughs> um, so, lads, thank you so much. Peter, I know you years and you've always been an absolute gent and it do, just doesn't change at the core of who you are. Paul, I've only gotten to know you and how fond my, my son is of you it, it's just warms my heart it really really does and I'm not just saying that it does um, and the effort that has been put in to win young men back win young girls coming through mm. for such a core amount of people it is genuinely lovely and anyone who is listening to this out there or if you know of somebody out there whether you DM us or you get in contact with the club just let's make shit happen. Do you know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Let's get it moving. Wouldn't it be nice this time next year to say, guess what? We're fucking building the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's not an impossibility. No. It only becomes an impossibility if we talk about it as maybe. Yeah. So let's try get it done. And with that, I'll say happy Christmas, lads. Happy, happy Christmas. Christmas. And, uh, Thanks very much. And roll on 2022. Yes. Positive. That, that's it. Between Cuts with Stephen and Pierce.